Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? YDBT Daily. That's right. YDBT Daily coming at you. If you guys knew the day I had yesterday, you would be blown away that I'm even doing a show today. Yesterday, I was happy enough to do the uh, Street Alpha podcast with the fine gentleman of that show. He, I had to pick him up at the, I didn't have to do anything. I offered to pick him up at the train station because he was coming down from Orlando. Then we were set up at Power by the Hour and we talked for three hours. So guys, there's going to be a three plus hour podcast, the Street Alpha podcast coming up. And I'm sure there's going to be a ton of stuff that he's going to have to clip because the, the, the show was chock full of information. And then after we were done with that, we tore down his equipment and I drove him basically to Miami to stay uh, at a family member's place because he had to stay there uh, over the night. And I got home at three in the morning. That's right. But I was happy to do it because the kid's a hustler. The kid is reminds me of a Northeast worker mentality. He gets after it. He's humble. He's a good kid. Has gone through a lot of stuff to keep that channel going. And he's told me some of the stuff in the background that's happening that I think is great. But today, what we're going to talk about is just like I predicted. VMP seemingly, seemingly is liquidating their supercharger lineup. Wait a minute. I don't understand how this works. I thought if you're going to constantly make VMP superchargers going forward and there's always going to be a relationship with Magnuson and there's always going to be new orders coming at you that the customer that loves the TVS power band will have that forever and VMP will offer that in conjunction with Whipple Superchargers. Today, they got confused. They go, wait a minute. Looks like to me, you dropped the price 1500 bucks. That sounds like to me that you're liquidating. And you're only liquidating the Odin stuff. The stuff that looks exactly like the Whipple Supercharger. You're not liquidating the Gen, 2, the Gen 3R. You're liquidating the Odin. So we all are going to just take a step back and understand that don't listen to what anyone says. Watch what they do. And that is what I do okay. I, 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 I see the movements. I see, hey, yo, I see what's happening in the, in the market. I see what's happening in the manufacturers. This guy's talking to me. That guy's talking to me. This guy's sending me screenshots, da-da-da-da-da. And I suspected that they're just going to liquidate everything and offer nothing but Whipple Superchargers. And then a couple of days later, they go ahead and drop the price, 1500 bucks. Now... We'll talk about what that does to the current customer base and future customer base of Odin Superchargers. Also, another subject matter I want to touch on today is shop rates. What, in your opinion, is a decent shop rate for a top-tier shop? Power by the Hour, um, Alec Bledsoe's shop, places that used to turn out or currently turn out great work. What do you think the shop rate should be? 120, 110, 150, it all depends on the quality of work. And in my opinion, that uh, rate should not be negotiable. The rate is the rate. And if you got the money to pay and you want the work done at that shop, you pay what they charge. If you don't, there's no reason to go off on Facebook and talk out of your cocksucker. So we'll talk about an example today that happened to LMP of MD, Alec Bledsoe. One of his customers put out a quote, aired it out on Facebook out of all places and said, is this shop charging too much? It seems a little crazy to me. We'll talk about that in more today, but not before Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Tess a to the people here. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. 
Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! Yeah, come back to a little shocking showdown. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Okay, <laughs> P-Mask, they changed the P-Mask. Best cold airs on the market, period. P-Mask, need to have performance. You want a P-Mask cold air? Need to have performance. You want wheels? Need to have performance. You got a fuel system? Need to have performance. You want a whipple? Need to have performance. Parkfarm, parkfarm.com. Parkfarm gets your used parts of pull-out KO idols. 6R80, 10R80, pull-out motors, Hellcats, Trackhawk, rear end, tires, wheels, you name it, shells. They got it. Two out of solution. Rami Zidane finally put an order in, so he is alive. We have found, no, uh, we have found Rami Zidane. He is alive. Caliber transmission. Bought himself a 10R80 Mustang. What the fuck? It's the end of the world. He's gonna get into building autos. You'll see. Balak. I bought another set of Balak. That's right. For the fuck body. Ow. Wait till you see those wheels. Ow. And MFP, MFP of Australia, MFP announcing today that they are now accepting orders for F-150 Whipple kits before what they were doing is retrofitting old uh, Mustang kits in F-150s. Now, F-150 specific uh, crank support kits. He will be sending me some so we can give away. But you can call them if you want to become a dealer. PK Auto called them and said, let's get a deal going. So let's get these MFP crank supports in F-150s on Whipples and every other supercharger there is, you will not regret it. 2000 MCR, Katie Fury, Leon Phelps, Clean Night 2GT, Mighty 540, Travis, Mendoza, Bryson Witt, Clip Cut the Horse, Dad Dude Chris, TJ Skorsky, Gallo Bravo, Diego, Brandon M, Mott D, Fine, Oh, YouTube Corral, what's up, brother? Man, you're an OG. You, you got the Holly Haram? You got the Holly Haram. You know who the OG guys are who have the Holly Haram on their logo nate dog smoking zx14 stroke 302 mustang 2jsd alfredo morales oliver brian maki mock chuck stern all right Adri adriano rodriguez victor sardone donkey mac mike s smoking zx14 coca-cola sinaloa member in the house gregory upvich robo stopito chiquito that means little dick elva galarga firm paul pontio Cardis tv yank done it vmp gonna be circling in the drain no time uh christian duran cornfred cow michael rodriguez dixon tristan mazone Dakota Nicholas on Tarpia, Savar Martiner, Viatech, Smoking ZX again, Empyrean, whatever, Savar Martiner, Josh Roy, L in the house, Hoodie, Izzy R, Matt Oliver, Chris, Timmy, Michael, Justin, Cornfed, Kyle Whippled, 5-0, Superdad, Brondelbird, missing a shift as we speak, Dixon, Mike, DNA Hat Performance in the house, Nardi, uh, again, if you need any parts, DNA Hat Performance is where to get them, plain, plain and simple, wheels, tires, you name it, to get it done, Tony, Ken Phillips, Skang mode. Whoa, this guy's giving me weird uh, uh, British rap vibes. Super uh, Midnight, Eric Hill, Jew B, Ignacio, John Lund dropping his hairy nuts on the chat and says, A hundred an hour for Alex. Oh my lord. Thank you so much, Mr. John Lund. If anyone wants to beat that, you are more than welcome to beat his 100. By the way, 500 is the max. Just saying, 500 is the max. So we'll talk about that. So let's say you bought an Odin Supercharger a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, a couple months ago. And then all of a sudden, they announced, by the way, we're going to be doing Whipple stuff, but don't you worry. VMP is going to be around forever. And then, bam, fuck you. $4,999 Odin Tuner Kits one day only. Leap year sale, February 29, 2024. Okay. This is 
if you bought an Odin or if you're an Odin or VMP dealer, the implications of this little flash sale is, is, is wide-reaching. And why is it wide-reaching? It devalues the shit out of that blower. So if you bought a uh, blower, actually at the time, right? How much are blowers? Um, let's say, you know, 6499 bucks. But they went and lowered it to $49.99. Basically, $6,500, $5,000, bucks less. I fucking hate the playing of the goddamn numbers. $6,500, $5,000. dollars Alex, get it right. It's just so silly. So they did that. So what happens? Now, it devalues the shit out of that blower. That blower is now worth absolutely nothing. Right? You bought a $6,500 tuner kit. ID 1000, boost the pump, lung tuning, and RTD, da 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 da. You're in it all in 9,000 bucks. And then let's say you installed it for another 1,500 bucks, that you're in it for 10,000 to 300 bucks. And then they drop it 1,500 bucks. So now your blower, your Odin blower that you paid close to seven or 7,500 bucks for all in taxes and, and delivered, nobody will pay over 5,000 bucks for it used. Nobody will pay. Look, he's a, he, dude, now he says it's a 1.5, one and a half hour show. Look at that. He paid me 150 bucks for a hundred bucks an hour show. John Lund giving a brother 150 bucks. How dare you guys not uh, match John Lund? <laughs> so if you're an Odin owner, your blower right now ain't worth more than a hundred, uh, than $4,999. Because that's the sale. And then let's say you're a dealer. You miss little Tony. John, you'll see him soon. Don't you worry. When, I, when we go to 2K, if everything happens at 2K, you'll see him before we leave him for a week at Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl's gonna probably never going to give him back. Tony's such a badass dog like that. So the dealers go, wait a minute. Now we got no meat on the bone. Because this is, the, um, uh, a lo- this is what happens when you do flash sales like this. You're telling the audience you can lose 1500 bucks on a blower. I would wait till the flash sale is over. Guys, I would wait till the flash sale is over and go, I want to buy one of your Odin's for 5,000 bucks. They're like, well, the flash sale is over. I don't care. I am not giving you a penny over 5,000 bucks because apparently you can lose that much money in a blower. Maybe you thought you can sell 40 of them that day in that flash sale, but we all know you have that much margin able to be lost in each and every Odin tuner kit so guess what every odin going forward is worth five thousand bucks i don't care if it is a flash sale i don't care if it's july 4th i don't care if it's martin luther king day it doesn't matter this thing is worth five thousand bucks so why if forever they're always going to carry tvs's supporting is word mishmash word mishmash supporting supporting means you have o-rings on the shelf Supporting means you have throttle bodies. Supporting means you have cold airs. But superchargers are not being manufactured anymore and being delivered to your shop, yes or no? How many do you have on the shelf? How many do you have on order? How long is the contract going to run for? That's one of those things. So when I got a text from somebody that was like, look, they're announcing a flash sale. I thought to myself, damn. And then they publicly, publicly uh, not publicly. They called me. VMP called me and said, no, no, no. 
what the VMP representative said on your Facebook page was incorrect. He is misinformed. And I went, actually, I don't think he was. I think he's probably telling the truth. And you guys are trying to be like, shh, 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 chill, chill, chill. We're going to go ahead and uh, be cool here because we want to sell everything that's on the shelf. We don't want people to stop buying Odin's. We want to liquidate and then eventually merge over to the other stuff. Zombie gave me 200 bucks. Holy shit. What is happening? Zombie. Apparently, the tax refunds have hit the bank account. So what it does is in, in, in a, it's an indirect cause and effect thing where they basically go, well, we have now devalued the product big time. So now the people are going to go, I'm going to wait for Whipple shit to show up. I was going to buy a, a Odin, but or the people that bought an Odin or a dealer that bought an Odin, but bro, that, that's what we get it for. You're giving, you're giving flash sales out for what dealers get it for. Like, why be a dealer? Why not just have the customer wait till another flash sale and the dealers get in the, you know, just in the butthole and go, hey, fuck it. We don't care what you do. It is an interesting thing. And this is why I hate the parts game. The parts game is just an absolute pain in the ass. And especially if you're a dealer and you've been pining and begging and trying to work out deals to get a better cut so that you can build your own kit. And they were always saying, nah, nah, we're good, we're good, we're good. We can't go any lower. Boom, flash sale, $1,500 off. You must have been like, goddamn, why was I a dealer for this shit for a long time? And again, I have no dog in this fight. I don't dislike VMP, but we all see for what it is. It's a shit show, like the way the way it's being rolled out. And we need clarity. We need Justin Starkey to get in front of a, 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 a camera and say, there will always be TVS's offered by this company until i don't run this company anymore i will order stuff from magnuson stuff will be on the shelf we just want to give the customer the best deal then you know what awesome now the people have clarity but if you're out there telling them yes we will support the tvs blower forever but in actuality you will not carry it in the foreseeable future and you will merge everything over to whipple i think everyone needs to know just to make sure that they're not uh knee deep in tooling and accessories for dealers to like swap dealers specifically so that they can carry this product. Hatch says, um, flash sale seems like a liquidation to me. Um, wonder if they will support the old blowers going forward. And Brian Prod says, I'm going trouble because of this stupid blower drama. Update on the GT500, no update on the GT500 at all. And again, not rushing that process. I got a couple of cars. By the way, I received the video. I got the notch back, back. So I'll be doing nitrous stuff. I'm going to start getting some wheels and tires moved around. Try to get the car tuned. I got to get a timing light. I have a timing light in the garage. So I want to get the spark down to 24 degrees or the advanced spark advance down to 24 degrees and then go out there, do a hit on a 150 shot in third gear. Check the plugs. If everything looks good, do a 60 to 130. If everything is kosher at the 60 to 130, air fuel is good. Uh, spark is good. Uh, spark plugs look good. We're going to go ahead and get after it. Now, this one is interesting. Alec Bledsoe sent me this the other day, and I thought it was very interesting. Bear with me. So Alec Bledsoe hit me up and said, uh, some guy on Facebook named Joe Guy says, am I crazy to think this price is insanely high for just labor? 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 I have all the parts. So, okay. Big key right there. I have all the parts. Guys, what happens when a shop takes in customer parts. What happens to the shop rate 
when a customer provides his own parts go and i will highlight some of the comments what happens to the shop rate when the customer provides his own parts we all know what happens let's say you're a shop you're a circle d dealer you're a uh, kong dealer you're a um what the fuck is the throttle by nick williams dealer you're a rotofab dealer and the guy comes up with his own Circle D, his own Nick Williams, his own Kong blower, his own Rotofab, and he's like, install it. Exactly. The It goes up. The shop rate goes up. It goes up. They lose profit. Oh, my God, Chuck Stern. Uh, jack it up. They screw up the parts. You own the fitment issues. Yesterday's price ain't today's price. Price goes up, goes way up, rises up, 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 up. I love you guys. Shop rate goes up. If you provide your own parts, that's how it's been since the beginning of time. And Mr. Alec Bledsoe, the G that he is, replies. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm going to go in and fuck all this. Alec Bledsoe replies to the gentleman. That is a quote from us at LMP. And a word of advice, if you want us to do the work, don't be going posting in a bunch of groups asking if it's expensive. Our shop rate is 150 and that's very fair. But customer supplied parts are another 40 because we don't make money on parts. But I'll tell you that I'm in business to make money. And I have some of the nicest equipment money can buy to work on cars with that. And also that comes with the price tag. I pay my guys good. I pay my taxes. I run my shop legit. Also, we are a very high quality shop and the work will be extremely nice. You'll pay once and be done unless you want to come back for upgrades. There's a reason we are booked for months. I will not be a salesman and try to sell you on the work if you want to go cheaper then i would be glad to give you referrals another word of advice don't ask on a gen 5 camaro page if it's expensive because ls work is much cheaper parentheses yes i saw your post on another page that is wonderful he didn't he didn't blast the guy he said hey this is what's happening this is what's up now another thing that happens on rn is people that buy a tune from us sometimes are amazed that they still have to buy credits. Guys, a tune price does not include HP tuners credits. Now with LRX, no credits needed. You buy the LRX, you buy the tune, you're good. But if you have your own device and you got tuned at Joe Schmo's shop and you're not happy with Joe Schmo's shop and then you come over to Lund, your device is bought and paid for. You buy the tune. But you have to still basically license that unless unless you're unless your car's already licensed with the same serial and the same um VIN number. That's the other thing. How did the other shop license it? So sometimes you have to buy credits. So understand that. And if you did purchase credits from Lund Racing, just let us know and then we'll apply them to your device. You do a, a resync interface, bada bing, bada boom, they show up. But sometimes people assume that a $250 tune price with an RTD that they found somewhere in the trash can, they're like, oh, $250 tune. Okay, now you still have to license the vehicle. So you have to then pay for the credits. And then you see them kind of get mad about it. And I'm like, wait a minute, how much is a device? Like an SCTX4? It's like four or 500 bucks. How much is an LRX? About 500 bucks. How much is an RTD? Isn't it like 200 something dollars? That means it's half the price, right? So you then buy the credits and it pretty much equals out. So understand this that the credits are a separate thing we are not in charge of the credits please 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 understand that we're not in charge of the credits. so thank you very much there so what do you think about that people going on facebook blasting shops saying the shop rate's a little too high i'm not a fan what the fuck and also do you think that vmp made a huge mistake doing a flash sale in the middle of this 
It's a controversy. See, one thing you try to do during a controversy is you shut the fuck up. Let's say you, uh, um, let's say you, there's a sex tape out, or Drake's jerking off on his plane. He put up a post talking about, hey, my dick's long, cool, right? But he doesn't be, he, he wasn't defending it. He wasn't talking about it. He wasn't, he was just like, hey, my dick's long, cool, right? That's it. Then he shut the fuck up. Controversy will eventually subside. VMP's in the middle of like a big kind of like social media buzz, not in a positive way, totally positive for Whipple. Like Whipple must be going back and going, <laughs> this is awesome. And, and VMP loyalists that are veterans of the wars of 2015 to 2017, the Whipple VMP wars are like, I can't believe they just gave in like that. I was I went to Facebook jail. I did all this stuff, and the homeboy just gave it up like that. So now we lost, and now we have to like sit there and watch the value of our product go down, 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 down. That's why when I get my hands on a VMP Gen 2R or a Roush, you know what? I'm going to put up a poll. I'm going to put up a poll because I wonder if I should do this. And it's not out of spite. It's out of, um, let's say, let's say, um, not, let, 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 should I buy a, hmm, yeah, okay, which blower should I buy? Which blower should I buy? Okay, Gen 2 Roush, 2.3, or a VMP Gen 2R, VMP Gen 2R. This is why. One of them is still being made. The other one has been discontinued for years. Which one should I get? Vote on the poll. Gen 2 Roush 2.3 or a VMP Gen 2R. Because if I go 9-0 with a fucking Roush 2.3 in a Gen 1 Mustang, people are going to go, why am I buying a Gen 3? Why am I buying a front feed 2.9 Whipple, 3.0 Whipple, Gen 5 Whipple, blah, blah, blah. Alex is out there with a bitch-ass Roush blower getting it in. So which one do you think I should not promote? But let's be honest. If it's on my shit, I'm going to promote it. So people are going to go, Roush still makes that blower. Like right now, you can buy a brand new, off the wrapper, <laughs> Roush 2.3. Brand fucking new Fiat system, da 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 da. And if I want to upgrade to eight rib or ten rib, MFP of Australia. Beep boop boop. Give me a ten rib kit for a TVS on a Gen One Coyote. Hello, mate. No problem. Bam. Sends that shit. Gives me a uh, bracket to oh fuck, I forget <laughs> a crank support, and I'm good to go. Crazy stuff. Oh, let you Alex says Giovanni Rosh for the haters. Oh, checking in. Pheasant says Yogan Lace GT500 blower swap. That's not a bad idea, Brandon Jones. But the problem is this, I don't really, look, there's a company out there that makes uh, an intercooler that allows you to bolt in a, I have it, I have it, it's Senior's Blower, Senior's Gen 3, I have it here, but I don't want to put a Gen 3 in it, but wouldn't it be cool to have a Trinity 2.3 2 on that motherfucker, mm, with a XBA, 
Oh, stop. Please, stop it, Alex. You're making too much sense. I only say Roush because we aren't rocking with VMP anymore, and that's exactly what I am saying. People are now saying, we, the, the loyalists, the people, what's happened with the chat? The chat didn't show up. Look at the, the loyalists are like, we ain't fucking with VMP no more. Now, fucking with means dealing with or supporting. That doesn't mean we're like messing with them. So we're not rocking with VMP no more. This channel ain't rocking with VMP. You know, the blower that I got on my car, I might just not even, I might port it at Greg's and I'll say, Greg, do me a favor. Put your logo on the top. Hey, Greg, Greg Kong, let's do it. Let, let's make a deal here, okay? Because we can make you, we can make you a, a sponsor again. Port my blower for the GT500, the VMP uh, 2.6, and then somehow etch your Kong logo over the VMP logo. Kong, can you do that for me? Can you please do that for me? That would be amazing. Is there any difference between the 11 to 14 Rouse and the 15 to 17 head unit? Yes. Look at them closely. The 11 to 14 Roush supercharger has a shallower inlet, let's just say, whereas the Gen 2 literally looks like a Gen 2R. It's beefier at the inlet. It has a removable elbow, son. Three bolts. The elbow comes off. You can access the injectors. On VMP units, you have to take the head unit off to access the injectors. On a Roush unit, you just take the elbow off, son. I'm done. It's a Roush unit. I don't even have to think about this anymore. It's going to be a Roush unit. So there it is. Oh, my God. What is happening? Someone says, I vote Torque Store. I don't know about that. Pito Chiquito, that is a great way of putting it. Oh, gosh. The, the, the chat's not coming up. They kissed the ring. And, and you know, perception is reality. If everyone here says, oh, my God, VMP, quote, unquote, sold out. VMP, quote, unquote, kissed the ring. VMP lost the war. Perception is reality regardless of how they want to spin it. I'm just here to report the facts. The fact is that they're liquidating stuff today. The fact is that a, a, a Whipple representative is under the impression that they are going to 100% run nothing but Whipple stuff. So if that representative is under that impression, where is the disconnect? It is kind of like an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I'm the 5-0. I can't say that. I can't say that, bro. Come on, stop it. Dork Storm injectors are cake with the Roush Blower. Super cake. So I've been doing this all wrong. Two engines later. What are you talking about, Kataki? Is zombie is zombie Daniel Green? Time for the TVS YDBT line of blowers. Trinity 2.3. Give me 32%. Will Magnuson re-enter the Coyote world with their own case? You know, I don't know. Magnuson would be very smart to go, well, these bitches are on the shelf. I don't know. And I am 100% speculating. I don't know that this is happening. But I'm just, I'm pretty good at, I kind of like, piecing together how the industry works. We got all these things on the shelf. We got 100 blowers. Are you going to take delivery of them? Yes or no? Uh, well, you know, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, run Whipple stuff going forward. Well, I, I don't know. Aren't you in kind of some weird breach of contract? I, I, these have your fucking stamp on them. Yeah, but you know, fuck you. <laughs> so now Magnuson might liquidate that through back channels. Hmm? Hmm? Who has the capital to pony up some dope to get some of those things at a very, very cheap rate? 
Brian Navarro says, I have a question, sir. I just saw camps for my Gen 1 Coyote, and I'm having trouble trying to get that Lopey Idol. Who wants to tell him? Who wants to tell Brian Navarro that installing cams for CHOP, you have to do the same things you would do to the stock cam to make it CHOP? Like, could you imagine buying cams, installing them on a Coyote, and going, where's my CHOP? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought you guys buy cams in order for your car to make top-end power. Now, Brian Navarro says, no, no, no. Um, they're not chopping. What happened? It's not an LS. LS is. It's not, it's not an LS. It's not a small. It's not an E-cam. It's not a B-cam. You have to do the exact same thing on aftermarket cams on a Coyote than you would on a stock cam to make it chop at idle a ghost cam tune so you paid maybe a thousand bucks or so for what you thought was just gonna magically chop on its own and then you figure out oh shit i gotta make it chop by a tune how come nobody told me did you ask the right people who did you ask brian navarro I want to make sure that I don't sit here and blast you because you came on the right channel and we're going to give you good information today. Did you ask anybody in the coyote atmosphere <laughs> that is not a window-licking fucktard, if, if you bought cams for chop, would they chop without a ghost cam tune? I don't know. Let me know. I put LS cams in my Coyote, chops like a motherfucker. Con congratulations, Brian, you played yourself, says Sam. Not this again, should have gotten a B cam, right? See, the problem is this. You should have gotten a B cam on bank one and like an E cam on bank two and it would have chopped like a motherfucker. <laughs> it would have been a problem. Hell, did you hear Reaper bought a twin turbo Camaro and he's pulling the motor and installing a Coyote? Okay, who's building the Coyote motor for these guys? Everyone in the Street Outlaw show, listen up. You're not going to have a Ford racing computer on those things, right? Because only Lund can tune it to its max potential. Let's, let's get that out of the way. So Street Outlaws, right? Are you guys going to... Do you guys want to go fast? Or do you guys want free shit? If you want free shit, Texas Speed Coyotes is your Huckleberry. See you later. If you want to run... You know, somewhat cool. If you do not have a fast forward racing engines max effort coyote build in your street outlaw car, expect it not to perform like you think it should perform. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I went tech speed. Coyote's a coyote. They build great else's. What's the big deal between a coyote and an LS? If they build like this thought process that you go, well, this machine shop has built big block Fords, big block Chevys, LSs. Why can't they build a Coyote? Go ahead. Have them build a Coyote and put 45 pounds of boost to the bitch. See what happens. Man, this thing's pressurizing the, the, the coolant system. And what's their fix? Dry deck. Dry deck. That's the fix? Uh, like, put cement in the bitch? Like that that's what you're that that's your recommendation. Not run coolant through the fucker. Okay. Then it's not a streetcar. I thought it was street outlaws, not track outlaws. Right? So if your car's a street car, it's gotta run water through it. It's gotta be wet deck. 
There is only one engine manufacturer for the Coyotes that has had a wet deck system survive over 50 PSI. One. And that's Joe and the guys at Fast Forward Race Engines. So take this dumbass that doesn't know a goddamn thing's advice, or don't take this dumbass's advice, and suffer through the growing pains everyone else has suffered through trying to fuck with Coyote stuff that has never fucked with Coyote stuff before. Right, Sam 5.0. Texas Speed can barely build an LS. What makes you think they're going to build a Coyote halfway decent? Texas Speed, no offense. Texas Speed is where you go to get a bu- DSS. Remember DSS? Remember the, 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 the... Let me see what kind of names they had for their DSS short... DSS, SBF, short block. They had names, short block. DSS Racing Parts. They used to have like, the, the killer, the... Da, da, da. Let me see. Too many, small block forward, da-da-da-da, cranks head, blah, 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 blah. Uh, engine parts, calculator, oh, come on. You guys don't have engines? Ford, modular, Coyote? Boy, you guys better not be touching Coyote's DSS. Shit, you better stay the fuck away from that fucking thing. Uh, it's just parts. They don't sell, they don't sell like short blocks anymore. Remember they used to sell short blocks and it was just butt cheeks? Like, like the worst stuff ever? That's Texas Speed, in my opinion. In my opinion. Level one, level two, level three. So what happens? Street outlaws get convinced by companies, not racers, because are they talking to Brett LaSala? Are they talking to John Lund No. If anyone at Street Outlaws has not spoken to Joe Irwin, LaSala, the guys that, well, they're not a real street anymore. That's a whole nother subject. I ain't going to touch that motherfucker at all. Or John Lund Sr., then you're not getting the advice from the people that have done it at the highest level. What about MMRs, Billy? <laughs> okay. Cool. I got the Texas Speed ZL1 in a Boss 2 with low boost. Guy posted it for sale the next day. Texas Speed told him it was a 900 wheel horsepower setup. Um, B.L.S. says, I remember when someone took their modular motors to an old school pushrod shop and it was a nightmare. Not many survived back in the early 2000s. Parker Performance has had a DSS 306 in my notch. Oof. Poor you. Lutz Big Tire Car got beat by a Houston Street Monster F-150 Coyote. <laughs> I live in California and can't find a carb legal supercharger for my 22 Mustang GT. Only pro charger has carb legal, but I heard Whipple is working on an EO for 2022. I don't know what to do. Dude, What the where, where the fuck have you been, bruh? They've had carb EO kits forever. Nobody can build an LS. They all push head gaskets. Now, I was talking to the uh, Street Alpha podcast yesterday, and he's like, what makes these coyotes powerful? And I'm like, the head the cylinder head flow the flow it it's a it's a insanely efficient air pump that's all it is so what's the key to making power in a coyote keeping the boost in the combustion keeping the boost from bleeding out into the coolant keeping the boost from blowing by into the crankcase and ventilating the crankcase and making sure that everything is super duper tight in order to withstand 50 plus pounds of boost and that's good for 2,500 horse or so. That's big boy power. So if the street outlaws are not talking to Joe Irwin, the street outlaws are not talking to John or Brett, they are not getting the best advice from the best coyote people. And I would hope that Reaper go out of his way and talk to the real deal motherfuckers in the coyote game. Murder Nova F-150 probably blew up the second win. I thought that thing was going to make licks on the 10R80. It's been months. 
what happened to Murder Nova's Sean's? Say when we told them, bro, uh, put a Ford Racing computer in it or a Turbo Four Hundred. Don't fuck with the Ten R Eighty and Fuel Tech. Where's it at though? Where's it at though? I don't know. I know all these Texas speed short blocks were gifts. What happened to Real Street Pond? Nope. Sorry, that's not my uh, story to tell. Texas Speed was the go-to cam and long go-to cam and long tube. Now it's budget-friendly built LS option. You can't casually bring up juicy gossip and say I can't talk about that. Oh, I, I I can absolutely tell you I can't talk about that. I definitely cannot talk about real street stuff because I don't know. I just hear things and I'm like, all right, well that that's their story to tell because I'm not in there. I'm not in the nitty-gritty stuff. Aren't you supposed to have a crankcase? Pre- aren't you supposed to have crankcase pressure? Fuck no. What you need to make a thousand horsepower for a Gen One Bright Navarro? Well. A Gen 1 Illuminator can make a 1,000 wheel, and that's a rods and piston combo. Rods, pistons, studs, good valve springs, and whatever power rider you have, 20 to 25 PSI, it should make a 1,000, no problem. But you still haven't answered my question about why did you think chopping? Was it, was it you that asked about the chop? Not sure. Jay White says, uh, stock downport head still on 1,200 horsepower. Can you build? Exactly. People are like, oh, we got to port it. We got to make the hole really big. And then you find out making the hole really big actually does not work for flow it has to be a little more scientific than just making the hole bigger oh man bill um bullet bill says race my f50 85 lun tune versus a competitor tune f150 and just say i think got lun another customer <laughs> no not on patreon no again that's not my story to tell guys you hear things you you have your ear to the to the street and you go Mm, that's interesting. That's all. If you guys want to ask around, ask around. Not my shit. I love seeing all these LS guys go coyote. Good shit. And remember this guy named Yolo Douchebag that was out there yelling from the rooftops, being an absolute moron, saying coyote is king. Coyote is king daddy. Back in 2015, I was yelling it from the rooftops. Fuck your LS. You're gay. And all this stuff. And the Corvette guys were like, man, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And the, you know, Chevy guy, you know what you're talking about. Come on, this guy went stock bottom end sevens. And now there's a car that goes 6.2. Then there's another stock computer 6R80 car that goes 670s. And y'all fucking quiet. And your favorite internet and uh, car show hero is buying coyote shit remember everyone said alex you're so stupid the godzilla is gonna be the king daddy 7.3 liters it has a lot of potential quack 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 sucking all that dick he puts a coyote in it and it goes sixes stop it stop playing with me i know what i'm saying I'm nitty when it comes to airflow, but don't good cylinder heads have a perfect storm of airflow and velocity? Correct. Uh, Texas Speed facility is no joke, of course, but they have to pump up volume. Texas Speed, I'm sure, does great volume and does great business. But let's be honest. They're not making the fastest shit out there. They're just not. If you think they are, show me a Billy Badass Texas Speed motor that has lasted a while. Like, Billy Badass, wet deck, isn't pressurizing the coolant system. You know, come on, stop it. Sean's F-150 got chewed up by the Muffin Monster. Yolo was a prophet, and now you have an LS. I do. I do. I remember when Yolo showed us his favorite Camaro. <laughs> God help that dude in Cali. That tune will self-delete his cats in 300 miles. Ask me how I know. And that's what I want to help people understand. 
So a lot of you guys go, well, Whipple's got a carbio tune, so it should be fine to go racing with my catalytic converters. It's carb. No, it will cook your cats eventually. Sorry. Sorry, I've seen it too many times. No amount of cat protection will allow those stock shitty catalytic converters to survive and make good power at the same time. They're, they weren't designed for that. There is no stress test at Ford that says, you know how we should design these catalytic converters? So that it would stand 900 horsepower. No. They're like, the car makes at the, uh, at the flywheel 420 to 460. If it survives that with a lot of cap protection for a sustained period of time, say five seconds, 10 seconds, that's all we need to pass certifications and ship this bitch. So you guys think, oh, Whipple's got a carbio tune. That means it's safe for my cats. Then you go, what, what, what? And you see smoke come out the back of your car. And you go, wait a minute. I thought it was carbio. That doesn't mean it's going to be okay for the cats if you run it a lot. Stupid. Stop it. 7.3 is only good for trucks and boat anchors. What about this? What kind of steak do you like? Uh, Wagyu. I like uh, uh, filet mignon. I'm a filet mignon guy. Uh, and Wagyu. It's good shit. They got some aged shit over at um, Capital Grill that is badass. I don't even know what it is. I was like, give me that shit. And it's just like $90. And I'm like, fucking bad. I don't go there often. I go there with like, I have a gift card. If I'm really trying to nail like a high-end chick. Like, like uh, actually nurses are ratchet like nurses will give give it raw give you give it up raw like first date you'd think they're in the health field and they see nasty shit and they're out there just yeah stick it in but whoa aren't you a nurse but then your brain fucks with you you're like well she's a nurse she must be clean <laughs> and you're like no that's not how it works at all any updates on the gen one following close to copy suspension setup yes here you go so i yelled i screamed like a little girl and i received a walk around video of the car Shit, I gotta... How do you... You can't rewind this bitch? How do you... God damn it. Stupid. Here you go. Here's the car. She's pretty. Mm, Brembo wheels. Look at the shine on that bitch. Sterling is... Well, I forget the name of the color. Look at this shit. Damn, son, bitch. Oh, look at that. The Brembo wheels. It's shining. I said ship it with an ABS light. I'll fix it. Don't you fucking worry. And there you have it. There it is. It is on supposedly on its way down to me. I have video of the interior. It's the 401A shit with the big speakers, the leather, the everything. Not the big center um, display, but it's got the 401A package, the mock, the Shaker 500, um, heated, cooled. I think it's just heated, not cooled. And, um, you know, well specced out. And I like that because... I want to have all the amenities, and if I go racing, obviously I tear it down and put a stupid race seat in it, do my thing, but then street trim, put all that shit back, comfortable, nice, I ain't about this gutting it NRG carbon seat driving, having ass, I did that, I almost killed my hip driving around with an NRG seat, that was what blow would you recommend for a roadrunner, same, same, uh, bone-in filet mignon is delicious at three forks dry aged wagyu steaks are the pinnacle for sure lme is better than tsb when it comes to blocks and crate engines yes late model engines is legit rami runs late model engines i think uh bledsoe also fucks with them but bledsoe also specs his own stuff out so i think that it's uh it's a win-win when it comes to lme stuff i've never heard anything negative about LME, 
TSP, please stop it. Um, yeah, I, it's clean car. A lot of people try to make fun of me that I'm buying a piece of junk. Guys, look, I don't buy junk. Typically, the notch is the junkiest car I got. The 500 is clean and pretty, 8,000 miles. The Corvette, the ZR1, the Escalade is nice, and this car is nice. So I, I try to buy decent stuff. Um, 1314 uh, was so ahead of its time for the affordable, comfortable car. How many miles on the Gen 1? 70K? Yes, 70K. Ford bless us with killer ECUs, 11 to 21, that they can handle crazy horsepower processing. No cats? Haha. That was probably their last priority. Time to break out the Plasti Dip and paint the hood vents. Go, oh, bro, you are an OG fan. How are you not a member? Elva Galargo, what's going on? You're here every week. You're a contributor. I want to give away stuff to someone that's constantly contributing. Bro, pay five bucks a month and become a member and start getting that logo on your ship, bro. You're here all the fucking time. Good enough performance says I have a steak place up here that I have to bring you to one day. It's called Linda's La Cantina. By the way, Joe, this guy has to make an appearance at Casa de Goodenough because he's got enough land to shoot shit. And this guy right here, Joe... I'm going to let you just mag dump the bitch, and you're going to be hooked with the Beretta 1301. It's going to be a good time. So next time I'm up there, I'm bringing the Blick and all my ammo, and let's just kill squirrels, bro. <laughs> like, obliterate them. Everyone um, who wants no M is on. Everyone who wants no M is on turning heads over Palm Beach and ML asking for no emissions. Tuning in the chat box. Make sure you let them know what you do. Have Okay, I don't know what he said. Uh, 13 to 14 is going to be the most desired down the road. It's not junk. Question, say shoe Whipple, 50-pound injectors on 23F on 50. What are they good for on E85 horsepower-wise? Nothing. Why would you think you can go E85 on a MU52 boosted F-150? What? On what planet is a boosted pump, MU52s, or 50-pound Whipple injectors, and a 23F on 50? Who told you that you can run E85 on that twin-turbo LSX? Like, where did you hear that? Please tell me, where did you hear that E85 50-pound injectors on a supercharged Coyote is a thing? Exactly. If you're here every stream, at least you could do is help with five bucks a month. You can't wait for Gen 1 content. You miss mine, and sometimes buy my stock Gen 3 is nice. This weekend is going to be a Fox Body weekend, but if the Gen 1 shows up tomorrow, I will give you introduction video. For those of you that want to get into Gen 1 Coyote stuff, I bought a bone stock virgin-ass car. And I'm going to show you what to look out for. I'm going to data log it. It probably has a full tank of 87 octane. I almost want it to have a full tank of 87 octane. So I can show you the knock sensors going, oh my God. Then I'll drain that tank, driving it. I'll put 93 in it and data log it. That's right, son. Data log the bitch and show you the difference between on a stock tune, 87 octane, 93 octane, the differences in spark and maybe performance. I may be draggy. It's going to be like an 80 second draggy run, but you'll see what the adaptive octane logic does. Then we'll, de we'll, we'll, we'll um, check out what it needs for catch cans because we have to remedy the oil getting into the intake issue. We have to make sure that the manifold isn't coked up with oil. We have to look into cold air stuff, which is PMAS. And then we'll start putting a tune on it. Matter of fact, I'm going to put a tune on it and do all that vetting. Then I'll go to the track, load the stock tune, run it, load the vetted, dialed-in NA tune on pump gas, and see what the difference is. And then another day, go back with cold air, exhaust, and see what it does then. And then after I'm done with that, maybe I'll get a boss intake because they're 300 bucks. Put it in, see if it gives me any top-end uh, advantage, and then take it to the track. And then after that, we're doing converter, 
we're doing drive shaft and we're probably sticking a blower in it and a fuel system ASAP because I'm not going to stick around the NA bullshit. Michael Hayek says, I had the same car, love the Shaker 500, replaced the door, full range speakers, and it sounded amazing. Before I had a lot of bass, but would like to listen to talk radio and sports and was weak sauce after the change. Drop a like, guys. Situations from rainy California delivering these Amazon packages. Drop a like, guys. He said, okay, he said it again twice. Too bad unmolested Gen 1s are rare to find. Really looking forward to the Gen 1 saga. Drag you the run so long it can't be short. Exactly. Man, I miss the hat videos. More excited for the nicer small block Ford content. Me too. I, I just don't, I don't want to blow it up because I want to sell it. By the way, Craig Wall said he was going to hit me up about a motor. Never heard from him. Hey, Alex, I'm going to hit you up tomorrow about a motor and your notch. Never heard from him. But if the notch survives the test and it runs a nine stick, I got to sell it. I, I can't stick a C4 in it and chase it. No, I don't want to blow it up. Nines, stick, nitrous, get it out of my life. Put that money to the Fairmont, put, my, put that money to the Gen 1, put that money to the GT500. Are we talking pump gas or pump gas the sauce? No, pump gas. Yeah, exactly. Only pump gas. I'm not one of these guys that when you hit checkout, it automatically adds two cans of boosting. Did you hear about that? Bryson Witt. Bryson Witt hit me up on email. And he said, Alex, I went to checkout at VMP and it automatically added two cans of boosting. I go, get the fuck out of here. Are you fucking serious? He goes, no cap. Where is it? Did you did you send it to I hope he didn't send it on Instagram? Let me see if he sent it on Instagram. So Bryson Witt. So I gotta go to Instagram. Okay, here we go. Bryson Witt. Yep, here we go. Okay, I gotta clear I gotta clear these notifications. I can't be self-snitching. Here it is. So if you look at the top, right there at the, that little green thing. It says, congratulations, one free, sorry, the, the, the zoom's not good, or the focus not good, one free boosting, what is it? Double shot octane booster was added to your cart. Actually, two of them. Congratulations, one free boosting double shot octane booster was added to your, so they automatically added two cans of boosting to his order. Like, I was just mind blown. I was like, what? So now you know the moment any of these parts pushers say, yeah, email it. Bryson Witt, email it to ydbtfilife at gmail.com and I'll show the guys. The moment they say pump gas, it's octane boosted. It's a hundred fucking octane, guys. And this is why I'm just sick and tired of all the lies, sick and tired of all the um, mis- information tuners are telling you this well, we can make 900 rear wheel horsepower with up uh, with pump gas on the gt500 with octane booster that's a hundred octane dude stop telling people that 93 octane is okay to make eight 900 horsepower with octane booster sure but not with regular pump gas i'm blown away that's wild those whipple for the s650 come with a can of pump gas too <laughs> So your goals for the Gen 1 are 9s, easily possible. I think with the Gen 1 motor, stock Gen 1 motor, it'll go 990, no problem. 72-millimeter um, pulley, stock lower, 6-rib, six 6-rib, six tank ice mount, no, the, uh, uh, ice mount in the, in, the, in, the, in the hood, just like Donnie's had, twin-pass heat exchanger, nothing crazy, converter, drive shaft, wheels, tires, 
13, 14 pounds of booze, that bitch will go 9.9 on a stock motor. How long will it survive? I don't know. But I know for a fact that I can go 9s easily on a Gen 1 motor that's boosted on E85. All freaking day. It's not even, it's, bro, no cap. <laughs> okay, he said he sent it. So let's go look at these two free cans of Octane Booster that were offered to Mr. Bryson Witt. Bryson Witt, I love you. I love you. I love you. No homo. Full homo. Right here. At 1439, Bryson Witt, about us. Congratulations. One free boosting double shot. Boosting double shot. Octane Booster was added to your cart. So he, he put a VMP Gen 3R head unit on this cart, and it automatically added <laughs> two, ca two cans of double shot Octane Booster. <laughs> you can't make this up. You just, you just can't make this up. And you guys always go out there, not you guys, but the haters are like, you're always talking all this shit, Alex. You're always talking out of your ass. Boom. I, I'm trying to help you stupids have you thought of a twin turbo build specifically aldo's kit not on a gen one no thought on hpt turbo never heard of them pro charger is better than a supercharger brian about to get cooked what did brian say what did brian say brian say some in your honest opinion what's better for gen one supercharger pro charger or turbo <laughs> is that turvy uh, did i did i okay did i say turvy i gotta get some more coffee do, do is this is this turvy? Okay. Uh, mm, Sasso, get the fuck out of here. We're Asian, 80s dick, Mexican. Brian Navarro, you're the guy that asked about cams not chopping. And then on the same chat, you said, I think you're just trolling. I'm not even going to go in. I think you're just trolling. What's better for a Gen 1? Supercharger, Pro Charger, or Twin Turbos? I'm, I'm done. There's no way that's a real question. It's funny how the 24 dud stand got VMP punching air because the car needs help in the performance department. Jared Wells ran 10.4 on a stock Gen 1 with a 150 shot of nitrous stock suspension with a blown MT82. My C7C did 987 on 93 with meth. Exactly. With meth, an octane booster and a fuel uh, auxiliary fuel adder, right? So if my Corvette on pump gas and I was able to add a good meth kit and tuned it for meth, that car would probably make high 700s. Chilling, cooling. And the Octane, it'll be the happiest car ever. But I don't want to install a meth kit. And if I do install a meth kit, honestly, I would just drop it off at uh, LMP of MD and pay $150 uh, an hour gladly for them to do it right. And they'd probably be like, hey, Alex, uh, well, there's a couple things going on here. So we're going to go, we were going to go on and we were going to go on and put on the, um, the meth kit. But then when Fuzz... Pulled the plugs. He noticed one of them <laughs> had oil in the plugs. So I think it's a good idea to put one, some aftermarket ported heads, and the meth kit. And if we're there, want to just put a cam in it and a fuel system? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 11,000 bucks? <laughs> so that's why I resist on doing that. Who the hell is this? Someone is calling me named Carlos. I don't know who the fuck Carlos is. You're gone. Never heard of you. They're going to start selling the supercharger with math. Is it safe to run a 2.4 pulley on a 12 GT500 with a Gen 2R pump gas? I have ID 1050s already. Yes. But you're going to need twin booster pumps, bro. Nightmare one. I think your fuel pumps 
might need a little boost. So I think a boost up pump or twin fuel pump voltage boosters are a very good idea. Nobody told me. New to Coyote. Wasn't sure if there was room left for tune. Thanks for the answer. No. Okay. Every Coyote on the planet, and I don't care if the two, your South America tuner says we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. If you want to boost any generation Coyote ever and live on E85 and want a Lund tune, we require at least a 1,000cc injector, twin return style fuel system, twin pump return style fuel system, preferably at least two 285 pumps. Yes, you can get away with two 274s, but I'd rather you have at least two 285s or 295s. And then we can rest assured this thing will make up to 800 to 900 on the 85. Not a problem. Buy the meth kit yourself, then have LMP install it. I'm just joking. I love the videos. Thank you very much. Brian Navarro, thank you so much because there was no fucking way you were being serious. Um, on, on. You want to hear Maryland accent? Watch the Street Alpha podcast with the GTR guys. Oh my Lord. Like on, on. And they say this thing called like, get ready. Oh, look, the driver for the Mustang. Good evening. The driver for my Gen 1 Mustang. Wait a minute, guys. Good evening. Good evening. Good. Okay, good evening. Okay, I'll do talk to text. Good evening. I did not recognize the number. Beautiful. Talk to text is just like the best thing ever. So if he's delivering this bitch tonight, bro, I'll do it live. <laughs> I can't do it live, but that'd be funny. Valley 10 Speed calling in late. It's Valley 10 Speed calling you. I have the Kenny Bell Booster Pump says Nightmare 1. Good. 2.4 pulley on a GT500, any generation. Booster Pump, 1,000cc injector, no problem. It might be close on Octane. I know you're not Lund's, it's not your Lund's thing, but I appreciate your input. Any recommendation for a reputable tuner for an 04 GT? Kenny Bell? So, Joe Goodenough. BJ Krafasi. Joe Goodenough. I think Joe Goodenough can absolutely, and again, he probably doesn't want me saying it, but he, I'm not like, promoting it i'm just saying the only person only person aside from lun that i trust to tune my personal vehicles would be joe good so do some research look up the names on youtube uh, on facebook and get a hold of them and see what he can do for you deal isn't your brother's name carlos yes but this was a, a cordova uh his brother's gonna call back which one has the best price both seem like good choices representing the gay community well my friend oh gotcha why are gen 3 built motors uh like ffre 1101 compression is still to 12 to 1 thought higher compression was better not better 12 to 1 compression gives you less tuning window meaning you can make a lot of power on oh damn delivering tomorrow 8 a.m check it out kids so i'm gonna tell the lens that i'm gonna take a, a quarter day off Delivering tomorrow, 8 a.m., the truck driver. Damn, I'm getting my Gen 1. You guys are going to get so much content this weekend. Bro, oh my God, I got all weekend. I got all Friday. I got all Sunday and Saturday. Saturday. And we're doing the Peasant Chatter 8 at night. So I'm going to have all day to get you guys content. Guys, I'm excited. It genuinely excited to get my hands on this Gen 1 and the notches ready? Gen 1 here? Notches ready? Bro, we just got to get these bitches to the fucking track, bro. Yeah, so 
about the last thing you want to do on a boosted motor is have a lot of compression. If you want to have a lot of compression, then you, you want a lot of compression so that the low boost number can make the most power a la my GT500. The reason I wanted to go 12 to 1 in my GT500 was so that I didn't have to put 30 pounds of boost to it to make 1100. I wanted to put maybe 25, 24 pounds of boost on it to make 1100. Less cylinder pressure, higher compression, which kind of equals out. And the car makes good power to keep my IATs at bay. When you're buying something from FFRE, they're assuming you're going to go 20 plus PSI twin turbo stuff. The Lund's compression is in the 10s. And we're shoving close to 50 PSI to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, stoked for the content. Me too. 8 a.m. Burnouts by 827. Sideshows by 914. I'm edging until then. If you own and need a Terminator tune, go to the man himself. Tim Barth. Modular. Again, Joe Goodenough. Joe Goodenough. Uh, on this channel, anything not Lund, it's Joe Goodenough. That's what's up. I ain't going to allow any motherfucker to promote here unless they're paying me. <laughs> 8 p.m. peasant chat. Yes. 8 p.m. peasant chat on Sunday. Um, street scene ain't chill. <laughs> Lund declined your time off request. <laughs> It'll be like 15 minutes. Guys, I'll get everything done. They don't care. They're cool. They, they know my tickets get down to zero by two and they're happy. You and me both excited to go to the track. I'm ready to run a nice as Jared Wells. Kong or Jokers. Kong, Kong, Kong. Joe Goodenough and Kong. That's who this channel fucks with. If someone else tells you different, they're not from this channel. Do you know what I'm saying? I am jacked up. I think this caffeine is finally hitting, bro. Mm. By the way, McDonald's coffee, underrated. The, the shit in the can, right? You know, the McCafe medium roast, you get it Publix? Shh, bro, fuck Duncan. That McDonald's McCafe medium roast, the dark roast is a little muddy. But this bitch, fire. There are 1,800-wheel rated TKM motors, and it keeps blowing head gaskets. Have you seen this? Crack sleeves. Yes. <laughs> I think Brett LaSalle was 60 PSI, and he builded the burst plate. <laughs> what suspension are you doing on the Gen 1? I'm following your build, my own twin turbo Gen 1. To be honest with you, I could do many things. And I love UPR. I love Steeda. I love those guys. I think I want to go with Team Z stuff. Or maximum motorsport stuff. My car. Actually, the Lunds. Pfft, I'm stupid. Senior has all this shit. And I think it's UPR stuff. So, Senior, if you're willing to sell me your old Grey Goose suspension stuff, I'm here for it. And I think it's UPR stuff. I did want to put Team Z stuff in it because I think it's different and I haven't done that yet. I think it's all the same shit, to be honest with you. You can only fit so many things in certain places. It's just like a different finish on the on the control arm. But Senior has everything. Senior has a built rear end. Senior has a... Hey, yo. <laughs> Senior... <laughs> Fuck. Senior has a built 8.8 S197. <laughs> rear end. <laughs> and... um. And a TIG Vision anti-roll bar. So when I blow up the diff, senior, oh, 3000 bucks, whatever the fuck. Here you go. Because he bought my Turbo 400 for good money. So I'm sure as fuck, be happy to pay him for the uh, for his rear end. Jay Mank, give me 10 bucks. Thank you so much. By the way, John Lund still leading the pack with 200 bucks. Actually, a total of 300 bucks. No, Zombie gave me 200 Senior gave me 
Zombie gave me 300. Zombie gave me 200, then 300. Another 100. So, and Senior gave me uh, 150. God damn. This was one of those good chats. Remember the chats where I used to make like 2,000 bucks, the good old days? Bro, when um, a couple of people would battle it out at the end. Busty Senior, $35,000 for a boss with a two with a Vortex a lot. I would not touch it. Alex Tercero, which means you're the third. No. Walk away from that car. Nothing modified for that kind of money. No fucking way, son. You buy yourself a stock ass boss and build it yourself. Um, gotta have the rear. Okay, so shit, I, I didn't reply to the guy. Um, sounds good. I'll be here. You'll just have to offload it off of Military Boulevard, and there's plenty of room to do that. Period. Just give me a call when you're about 15 minutes away. Talk to text is the best thing ever. Senior doesn't skip leg day. You know what the crazy thing about Senior? See, Senior wrenches all day. And, you know, he either loves it or hates it, depending on the day. That guy, you want to talk the epitome of old man strength? Now, Senior's been through shit. He's got this collarbone issue. Got a hip issue. Guy's a war vet. Okay? So, he's been through stuff. He's done stuff. He's lived life. That dude right now could just sit on a bench and bench two plates if he wants. You know, almost 60 years old. Bow! No problem. He's untrained consistently. He could boop, here you go. And you know, there is something to be said about old man's strength. Because he's done like eight pull-ups. And I'm like, he's a big guy. And he's out there you know, almost six years old, just boom, doing pull-ups. And I'm like, what the fuck? So that motivates me to stay in shape. Now, the Street Alpha podcast, be, be, be aware. The shot is not flattering. I'm so mad. So I'm going to show you. <laughs> so he posted a uh, story. And I look good in this bitch, bro. I was like, damn, I'm looking fucking good. Let me see if I could find it. Here we go. Street Alpha Podcast. Let me see. Oh, shit. The story expired? All right, guys. Okay. So we're out here. Okay. Oh. Alright guys, so we're out here in Florida with this. Say what's up. I, okay, so. So, uh, I'm trying to get it so, so it could show my non gut. Because right, I'm guys, proud of so the, the amount of weight I've lost, you know? With this. Say what's up. How you doing, So, um, let, let us know. Okay, look. I look pretty saucy here, bro. Look at that. I'm fucking saucy, bro. Look at the gut is tight. The chest is out. The guns are out. Gun show. And then I look back at the, fi- the the footage he took, and it's like at a downward angle, and like my guts like doing this. And I'm like, no, oh, please crop that, do something. God damn it, <laughs> Jamie Easton, because I own a Coyote and now a Hellion kit, and I've stayed with Lund because you, Alex John Jr. to my car. I've had a Terminator, definitely Tim Barth. He's an icon. Seriously, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna boot you from this chat. <laughs> I love you, but I get it. On this chat. Joe Goodenough is the guy. Can't wait to see the 15 seconds, 60 to 130 on the Gen 1. This is going to make you guys appreciate your Gen 2, your Gen 3s, and your 10R80 cars. You're going to see how effing slow a Gen 1 6R80 car is bone stock. It's a 13-second car. It just had, it just, the it improved so much so quick just with tuning, cold air, free-flowing exhaust, lightweight drive shaft, and you know, it, it just like, it gained full seconds with just na stuff and then boost you know so while a uh gen 3 10 r 80 runs 12 2 12 old 11 9 stock 
tuned on E85, 11.5, maybe 11.4, full weight. This bitch will do 11.5, 11.4, but its start was way the fuck in the 13s. So it'll go 13.0 and then all the way down to 11.4 with the same mods that Gen 3 would do. Because it just, it has a more, a, a bigger, a, a wider delta between the starting performance and the ending performance NA. And once you do boost, it, it, it just, it just kind of equals all out. Like Alex said, buy Boss Stock 302. And I talked about the Boss 302 on the Street Alpha podcast. Guys, there's so much information on the Street Alpha podcast, it's not even funny. Um, flexing hard as fuck. Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, military Boulevard, my godmother live off of military in Delray. Dude, military goes all the way down to fucking Miami, bro. My girlfriend broke up with me. She said she stole over 6000 from my bank account that I had saved up to purchase your Fox. Stop it. Well, you needed like double that. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry she stole 6k from her bank account, Eddie Diaz, but you were like halfway to, to the goal. I'm sorry. Oh, pobrecito. ¿Qué pasó? Like, what happened? Is she trifling? How does she have access to your account, bro? Like, I don't know how she had access to your account. Weird shit. Asachi one competes with the fourth gen Fox body. Alex, I think Mustang Lifestyle has a bunch of BMR parts he's willing to give you if you tell everyone he's your friend. Look, I'm never, ever, ever gonna vouch for that dude when i dislike you it's for life and it's for life i I don't i don't i'm never gonna come around and be like oh let's be buddy buddies and work together we can all make money the p the pie is big enough nah fuck you son pa siempre forever as long as i'm alive you will be known as a bitch ass hoe that stole used my name to try to get out of situations fuck you and he's in the middle right now trying to fuck over ex-friends and they're talking to me about it. And I'm like, I told you. Why the fuck you want to fuck with this guy? All he's going to do is fucking stab you in the back, bro. Once a snake, always a snake. Fuck that guy forever. Why do you drop the sauce on the boss? They're, 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 now they're going to go up. What size wheel and tire skinny would you run with a 315 tire out back? Mike Evok asks, what size wheel and tire skinny would you run out back with a 315 out back on a twin turbo 10 speed car. 28, 6 by 17. Easy. Bro, I'm looking out for I'm looking out for a boss right now to get next year. Alex about to make the prices skyrocket. Guys, boss 302 is the god motor, and on the Street Alpha podcast, you guys are gonna figure out. I hope he dude, he probably has you know how he clips like two things from each episode? He probably has 30 clips from that. 30 that drop i could just and i and i know how to word things so that it's friendly for clipping so i'm hoping that he understood why i was saying it the way i was saying it he was in the pocket conversation he knew he knew what i was trying to do i know what his podcast needs i know the information he was looking for so i was more than happy to help him out and i'm sure people that watch that podcast are gonna go who is this guy dropping all this so-called knowledge and they're gonna come over here and see that you know people give me 200 bucks to say like certain people are gay I mean, that, that's how awesome we are. Um, fastest, my Gen 3 was 12, 5, 11, 116, 2060 foot soup EPA weather. She sent money to my cash app and her cash app. Damn, Mustang, but I'm not walking potato. <laughs> Always thought ML was a weirdo and shady as fuck. Shady as fuck is 100% what you would want to call him. Maybe ESS will offer, give you a kid for the Gen 1. I'm not interested. Supposedly coming out with one, I'm not interested. Nothing against ESS. This bitch is going to get a TVS. Now, once I achieve my goal, to be honest with you guys, 
The car has to go. What am I going to do? Because this is how the car is going to end up, in my opinion. It's going to go nines with a TVS, Roush blower. E85 fuel system, uh, 1300s. I think 1300s is going to be fine to eights. Then the motor is going to blow up somewhere. And the transmission has got to get built. So when the motor blows up, build the trans at the same time. I have a three, two, one setup all ready to go. I have it. Gen 3 bottom end, Gen 2 heads. I'm going to do Gen 1 timing components. And then I'm probably going to install Comp Camp Stage 3s, just like Donnie did with 20 degree limiters. So once that goes in, runs the 9.0 or a high 8 with a ported Gen 3, like whizzing like crazy. Where am I going? I'm not going to twin turbo the thing. I don't want to hack this thing up. I don't want to like make it look dumb and stupid. Unless I do a fluid twin turbo kit, but I don't want to do that either. That's just a lot of work and a lot of things that I don't want to do. So it depends. It depends. It depends how I can go with it. I might, I could do a twin turbo kit on that car. That'd be baller with tailpipes. Mimic the car that got sold out from under me. Oh, that car had tailpipes, twin turbo. That bitch was bad. I don't know. We'll see. But it might have to go. Street Alpha Podcast is good because he has some idea, but doesn't know a lot. So he asks a lot of questions the new booties would have. I, so I shouldn't buy an Odin for my Gen 3 manual today? Sure. But understand that that Odin is only worth what you paid. So if for any foreseeable future, you want to sell that, you can't sell it for more than what you bought it for. Because now they've devalued the price of their Odin by 1500 bucks. So if you're a dealer and that was your margin, 1500 bucks, today it was negated. And you're like, why the fuck did you do that? You're fucking me, dude. Because let's say Power by the Hour sells uh, Odins. Let's say Finish Line Performance sells Odins. Let's say Lethal sells Odins. Let's say, um, let's say Rami Zaidan in Puerto Rico sells Odins as a dealer. And then he's like, hey, I want a customer comes in that knows about this. Customer comes in. Hola, mira, cabrón. Estoy buscando un Eodin para ver si corremos nueve. Un sistema de gasolina. Transmisión, arma, a ver lo que hacemos. And Rami goes, okay, well, mira, mi precio, he says it internally. My fucking price is $5,000, but retail is $6,500. So I say, I sell it to you for $6,200, and I make $800, right? And then you, he quotes it, gives it to the guy. The guy goes, mira, cabrón, it's $49.99 on Facebook right now. That's the problem. You understand? I hope you understand. Um, Carter says, no, Alex, the Loki is $7,999. The Odin is more? I'm just confused because I'm looking at their website and the website said it's $64.99. The, the tuner kit. You're going to go nines when you're going to do like the rest of us and turn it into a race car. I hope not. I'd urge you to get the swap out the way before it blows up. That way you'll have technically have a way to put the original motor back into the car. Now, I want to just see how do you know what the limits are until you reach the limit? Yeah. What if it goes 9-0 on the stock motor? What if all of our tuning knowledge that we've accumulated over the last you know 10 years since that car came out allows me to tune a 70,000 mile car to go deep into the nines? And how do you know how far to go unless you push it? Edwin Martinez went 890 with a stock motor with twin turbos. Gen 1. I'm not using him as an example, but what I'm saying is he was able to do it. 
with a turbo setup, I you have to be able to push it and see how far the combo can go. If it blows up, it blows up. That Odin is $49.99. Original price is like $9K. That is crazy. I bought a 302 Boss Intake for my car, but still waiting on the relocation kit. Could you make your own? I don't know. 100%. Are you still trolling? Are you still trolling? Um, don't buy an unsupported product. DNA sells Odin's. DNA sells Odin's. Right. DNA High Performance sells Odin's. DNA, let me ask you a question. I love you. What is your margin on it? What was your margin on it? Was the price that they were blowing it out today for the exact margin that you had? Yes or no? Affirmative or negative? You don't have to tell me exactly how you, how you make. Obviously, dealers have to be you know within a certain range because they have a little you know wiggle room. But was the price that was announced today exactly what you get it for? Meaning they're giving everyone dealer pricing. So why buy it from the dealer if everyone is getting dealer pricing on February 29th? It's crazy. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Appreciate it, DNA. So DNA inadvertently or indirectly said that the price that VMP put out there for their blower is exactly what dealers get it for. So a $1,500 margin. So now if you're a customer, you're going to buy directly from VMP and you're going to have it installed somewhere else or whatever. And now the today, February 29, 2024, the dealers got hosed. The dealers got absolutely hosed. And I and I that's who I'm trying to look out for. Park Performance says I would lose thirty six hundred bucks buying at my cost to meet their advertised price today. You see what I'm getting at, guys? I don't just talk shit. I try to look out for the little guy. And who am I looking out for? The dealers. The dealers. So if Parker Performance, DNA, Rami, Jake, and all these guys, their margin is $1,500. And then one day VMP goes, everyone gets that price. Fuck it. They're basically going like this to the dealers. Why would you want to do business? It's crazy. He answered, then he said to please the fifth. Right, I saw that. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Exactly. I know you don't like, but... Go Gen 3R. I know you don't like, but go Gen 3R. No, it's been like three months. Okay. I'm sorry, DNA. I will say I love how you keep it real. To I have I love how you keep it to an actual street car. Exactly. Like I saw Cooper Baghetti's clip where Fred was like, Jeff Lutton's guy just did that. It's got turn signals and a horn. John Force, do me a big favor, John Force. Please. John Force. Take your top fuel car, put LED turn signals in the bitch, put pump gas in it, drive it down, just drive it, drive it 10 miles, then pull it in the pits. Hopefully it survives that. Nitro in it, turn it on, run 450s in the thousand foot or threes. Oh, what the fuck do they run? What do they run? And then say, well, oh, so bitch, I got the fastest street car ever. Stop it. Alex, is the DI problem in the Gen 3 more prevalent in superchargers applications than turbo applications? Or on both big power levels? On both big power levels, in my opinion. Stupid question. What's the go-to street tire? I don't know what your application is. I need to know what you're doing. Um, flash price is a tuner kit. Not all the full kit, if it makes sense. It doesn't matter. 
can I teach these kids? Every dealer buys a tuner kit. Then they have an account at Injector Dynamics, Fuel Injector Clinic, or Deechworks. So they get an injector that retails for 900 bucks. They get it for 750 or 650 So now, instead of buying a... So this is how shops make money. Do I need to explain how the fuck shops make money? So retail on an Odin, let's say it's 6500 bucks tuner kit. And uh, dealer price is $49.99. So now they have that $1,500 baked into the profit. Boom, $1,500 profit. Then they get an injector, a Detorx 1000 or whatever they spec out to you and a cold air. Let's say they have an account at PMAS and they get a dealer price on that too. They have built in $2,100 profit. Then they get to charge you installation. So they have made on the wholesale about $3,000 plus. Do you not? Something tells me people don't understand how shops work. Do you think Parker Performance goes, what's up, VMP? How you doing? Yep. I want a full boat, Odin, cold air, Detroit 1000s, da, 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 at dealer price. They're going to go, well, that's not a tuner kit, so it'll be like, you know, 800 bucks cheaper. Or they go, give me a tuner kit, 1500 bucks profit. Detroit or whoever, give me an injector, 300 bucks profit. Now they have 1800 bucks built into the profit. And then the installation is 12 to 1500 bucks. That's how shops make fucking money. Did you not know that? Please tell me you didn't know that. Wow. Well, no, it's the tuner kid, Alex. Holy crap. How do you think certain vendors can beat everyone on price? They will bottom basement take, they'll make a dollar profit just to fucking get the sale. So let's say I'm a, I don't know, a Vortec dealer, right? And my price for a V7, you know, is uh, 5,800 bucks. And my price for ID 1050Xs is uh, seven, 700 bucks. So 5,800, 700, 6,500 bucks all in. But I have to adhere to map policies, minimum advertised price. And then you're on the forums and some guy goes, who's got the best price on Vortex? And someone's like, I can get it for 8,100. I can get it for 9,200. I get, and then he private messages you. I can get it for 6,300 bucks. He is not advertising. He is making a dollar on it. And he hopes that you buy other stuff from his shop because he's making no money on it. That's how it absolutely works. Mind blown that you don't know how parts companies make money. Margin is usually about 30%. Margin. <laughs> oh, bro. People don't understand that shops, dealers, etc., are in business to make money. It doesn't matter if a car dealer or parts shop. There is a setup to everything. Sounds like someone likes... <laughs> what I'm saying is... The guy that gets the sale, the cheapest price is the guy that's willing to get the least amount of margin for the sale. But installation shops are not going to play that fucking game. Some shops vendors will lose money on some parts to make money on others. Exactly. Race to the bottom. 
And this is what you do. <clears throat> you bundle everything together. So how do you get away from minimum advertised pricing policies? Let's say ID1050X's goes minimum advertised price has to be a thousand bucks. Let's say Vortec or any other supercharger, let's say ESS or Paxton says minimum advertised price is $74.99. So you cannot sell this kit for under $74.99. You cannot sell this injector, says Injector Dynamics, for under a thousand. But you package them together and you say this kit is and you can go under both map policies because you bundled them together right margarine is usually about 30 percent exactly our normal cylinder head operating temp stock coyote with top mount kit and turbo 217 yeah about that cylinder head temps get a little up there i would get better cooling i would get a rice thermostat 170 and i would get probably a more efficient or better airflow or kick the fan on more uh often on a uh turbo setup because you have a bunch of heat in the engine bay dude you have a bunch of heat in the engine bay it's just going to run hot kits or packages package items together thank you very much too late today you learned a lot guys about why i think it's such a big deal that vmp did that how the dealers feel about it minimum advertised pricing and how you can bundle things together to negate map policy some shops are merely sales with no overhead make it hard for brick and mortar shops to pay that cutthroat game play that cutthroat game um wonder how much turvy undercut for fab work you're gonna film the gen one delivery tomorrow yeah but i gotta be good about i'm working at eight o'clock so i'll hit up the lens i'll say hey i'm taking delivery of the car i'll try to video it coming off the truck and make it a short or something or or post it up 17 by four and a half front runner right sorry yes sir mike evoc cylinder head temp mod 2 helps flow on the back of the head sounds like alex is selling insurance i got my packs in an id 1000 for 5000 flat i put a motorad thermal and a gt500 fan in it then you got to kick the fan on like constant it's also now lebanon ford so it's also how lebanon ford sold you boosted gts for forty thousand dollars packaging 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 basement only parts pa parts resellers happens with holly efi products makes three dollars on a three thousand dollar ecu and get no post-sale support who wants to cut me a deal on ams 2000 now teach them about open box drop shipping oh my god stop no i'm not going to go in on that whole situation but the reason i speak the unspeakable because this stuff typically is unspoken and a lot of you guys, I think, should know what happens out there so that you're not duped, so you understand how big of a big how big of a deal it is when somebody offers flash sales and undercuts their dealers. And it's a bad look and it makes you kind of go, why the fuck did I why the fuck why the fuck should I support this company if what what they're fucking me on this sale? So customers are gonna come in, well, it was $49.99 February 29th. So I know your margin is fifteen hundred bucks. So you can do better than six thousand bucks. Do it for $5,500, make $500 on the sale. And that's not enough for some shops. A $500 profit on a, on a part is not enough for some shops. It needs to be that full $1,500. So I think a lot of people don't understand how the game works. Uh, it's not going to fit, Alan. How the hell are you going to put a Kaida in an Eclipse? Yeah, man, this shop business isn't for the faint of heart. Still struggling to find profitability, but learning a bit every day. You know how you do a parking performance? You make your own parts. You develop a part that is proprietary. You patent that part, whether it be a cold air, whether it be a little bracket, whether it be a drive kit, anything. You mass produce it, and you hope that within a year or two, it starts paying you. That's what Jake did. Jake now makes his own cold air. 
Jake makes his own drive kits, his own brackets, his own um, transmission stuff, and he patents everything, the 4R200 hub, blah, 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 blah. The guy is uh, literally a genius when it comes to that. He is probably one of the few companies that makes dumb money. Hopefully, you dropped some knowledge on the GTR owners about the Coyote engine and how Ford copied them. Correct. I said that on the VCT dual overhead cam, GTR came first, but the overhead cam engine was 96 on Ford, and Cobra, 96 and 98, had overhead cam stuff, and I think Navigator shit did too, so they weren't, quote unquote, they didn't copy anything, and then the guy on Street Alpha Podcast said, what, what do you mean they, what do you think they mean when they said it copied the power curve, I go, if you have a boost controller, you can plot your boost curve, he's like, what, I go, you know you have a boost controller, you can plot your boost curve, you can take little points and move them, and you can mimic whatever curve you kind of want, depending on, on the kit. But you can, depending on the boost controller, you can plot the boost curve. And you can copy any kind of boost curve. They're like, oh, it followed it perfectly. I'm like, I could do that if both boost curves are similar. It's weird. I got a handful of products we produce where our margins are phenomenal, but I've been working towards more of that for sure. A Coyote fits in this S13, Alex. Uh, Parker Performance, just don't get screwed like Matt Coates, bro. Third-party vendors will give you a $10 Best Buy gift card and over-the-pants hand job to get your money. 10% margins don't keep the lights on. Exactly. At the cart, see the best pricing. Laughing my ass off. Open box is the good luck of part sales. All right, guys. Today, we talked heavily about VMP's flash sale that I think kind of screwed over a lot of the dealers, and I explained all day why. I talked about shops charging a certain amount of money and customers going on Facebook trying to say, hey, this is a little bit too much money. What the fuck? Do you guys think it's too expensive? And then we talked a little shit about um, how to package parts together to get the best margins for parts, and that's how companies make money, and they get around map policies. It's just how it is it's a tacky kind of way of operating but it's just the world we live in i'm out of here sunday 8 p.m the peasant chat will go prime time why i want more of you to watch it i want the algorithm to work 8 p.m sunday night i'm not competing against football i'm not competing against anything it's just going to be me and you talking a little shit to the peasants and the poors late at night before you settle in for bed and go to sleep so we can entertain you for an hour and a half and i can get content all day s197 content coming right up getting delivered tomorrow fox body nitro stuff hopefully i get the, the bottle filled hopefully i get it hidden if not i'll try to do my best to show you the parts that i bought for it bought a new set of wheels from Bellac, and they're badass because i want to be able to swap in drag radials to drive on the street and put the bias plies on there to do track stuff without having to physically take the tire off the wheel so i bought an extra set of ballads and they're beautiful and i'll probably keep those for the fairmont because they're 15 by 10 with a six and a half backspacing for fox body stuff so that those wheels will probably end up on the fairmont have a good rest of your thursday see you guys sunday 8 p.m eastern standard time for the peasant chat have a good one guys see you later